Sitter Snippet Series is generally sponsored by the Saka family in memory of the 50th year of their patriarch Joseph Saka. Tonight's snippet is dedicated in the Schuss of Yitzchak Isaac, Ben Rabichil, and Yitachaya Bas Shmuel Ben Tzion. We are up to the final pasuk of the second paragraph of Shema. Uchsavtem almizuzos beisecha uvisharecha. The Torah tells us, just like it did in the first paragraph, that we have an obligation, we have a mitzvah to write these themes, these ideas, these values, these ideals on the mezuzos of our homes and of our gates. We use the term mezuzah to describe the actual parchment, the mitzvah, but strictly speaking, the word mezuzah means the doorpost. It's not referring to the item, the ritual object we do the mitzvah on, it's referring to the doorpost itself. And we learn from this pasuk here in the second paragraph that the second paragraph also is meant to be included in the mezuzah itself. That theme as well should be part of what permeates and forms inspires every time we pass that threshold, every time we go into our home and exit from our home, we take those values, the values of Shema, the values that are contained within the mezuzah, they should be what inspire the way we live in our home, as well as inform who we are and how we conduct ourselves outside of it. I thought I would just mention from today's daf, it's fascinating. The Gemara at the end of today's daf mentions that Hilchasa Halachal Moshe Misinai if you look on the cloth, if you look on the parchment, sometimes we etch straight lines and the writing happens along the straight line. And other times there is no indent, there is no sirtut, there is no line on the parchment. So the Gemara tells us that tefillin do not require, whereas mezuzahs do. What is the difference between them? So both the Rambam in Hilchos Mezuzah, Tefillin and Mezuzah, Sefer Torah, in Perak Aleph, Halacha, Yud Beis, as well as Rabbeinu Tam say the difference is the following. Tefillin, the parchment is rolled and goes inside the Tefillin. You don't take it out, you don't read it. What's the purpose of Sirtut? Why do we etch those lines? In order to have a more perfect writing. So the lighting is, line is more uh, exact. The writing is contiguous. However, the tefillin, which are sewn together, you don't open, you don't take out, therefore you don't need this hidr mitzvah, you don't need this noy, we don't have a kapeda, we don't have an emphasis on having that level of beauty. So according to the Rambam and Rabbeinu Tam, a Sefer Torah I open, I read every Monday, Thursday, and Shabbos. I understand why it's a hidr mitzvah, why it's a noy, why it's a beautification of the mitzvah to have this indent, to be able to write it perfectly. I understand the tefillin are sewn up, I don't ever take the parchment out. It's not necessary. Which would you say mezuzah is more like? Torah or tefillin? Torah, you open and you read. The mezuzah, you put in the case, stick it on the door. Twice every seven years, you're supposed to have it checked, if that much. Some people don't even do that. So you don't open it very often. So how do you understand then why the Gemara's conclusion would be mezuzah's trichen sirtut? Why does mezuzah need that line, that indent, that uh, beauty, that beautification? So the Rabbeinu Manoach, a commentary in the Rambam, in the Kiss of Mishnah, they both say that though our practice is to seal the mezuzah shut, we roll it up and we put it inside and we seal it to protect and preserve it, that's not a halacha, it's not necessary. And the truth is it's possible in antiquity, they would hang the mezuzah and they would leave it open. And daily they would take it out and read it. They would literally fulfill when you pass through the doorway, you open the mezuzah and you read it. The messages in the mezuzah are not theoretical. They're not abstract. They're not from memory. They're not just symbolic. 
but that they would actually leave the mezuzah open, go through, take it out, read it, and put it back. There is no halacha, it has to be closed or sealed, and therefore, suggests Rabbeinu Manoach in the case of Mishnah, therefore, maybe mezuzah is more like a Torah than tefillin, in that we're meant to read it. Now, we don't do that. Our practice today is to seal it. We don't. However, I think the message is still powerful, which is that mezuzah should not be symbolic or theoretical. We should be familiar, aware, and mindful. And when we pass the threshold of that door, we should think about what it says, and it should transform us. It should impact us as we consider what it says on it. Now, why altogether, if this was halacha l'moshe misinai, why do we need a reason? The Rambam Rabbeinu Tam give the reason. Do you read it? Do you not read it? Lenoi, hidr mitzvah, beautiful, not beautiful. Why do we need that? Hilchasa, the Gemara concluded, halacha l'moshe misinai. Why do we need a reason for halacha l'moshe misinai? Briskarav apparently has a shtickle on that. That is not for now. But the next pasuk, l'man yirbu yimeichem, v'imei v'neichem ala adama. We'll just end with this question. The very next pasuk tells us that in order for your days to be prolonged, the days of your children, where? Al ha'adama. Where do we earn longevity, a long life? If in fact we are obedient and observant in the land of Israel, the Gemara Brachos Davches wonders. But there's an old man in Bavel. There's an octogenarian, which is no longer an old man. That's now young. But there's an old man in Babylonia, in Bavel. And the Gemara wonders, what happened to Al ha'adama? I thought the only place you merit and achieve longevity is in the land of Israel. How could it be I ran into an old man in Boca Raton? What happened to Allah Adama? The Gemara's answer is incredibly powerful for the role and the significance of shuls throughout the world. We'll pick up with it, please God, next week.